Be who you are. Stop shining down. Stop hiding yourself. Stop looking for external validation. Be who you are and people will come flocking at you. The ones that resonate. And the people that don't resonate will be leaving out of your life. And what you do is you wave. You wave goodbye. Truly. Hello and welcome or welcome back to the School to Elevate the Soul, a personal development podcast where I share my experiences, life lessons, and intuitive messages to guide you live lighter, brighter, and in accordance to your soul. I am your podcast host, Ashley Hoke, the founder of Energy Works by Ashley LLC, a level three Reiki master, a yoga teacher, and an ICU nurse on a mission to help you elevate to the highest version of you. I am so excited to be back this week. It has been a little while, a little life update here. It's been a bit, I've just been breaking down so much conditioning. I quit my senior nursing job, which I've mentioned previously in January and moved into a full-time business owner role where I hold full moon circles, new moon circles, rituals, women's circles, healing circles, meditation events, and Reiki certification classes. I also do one-on-one Reiki clients and I'm now a yoga teacher at play in Carlsbad. It's a yoga studio. I have been deeply, deeply adjusting to this new role, which has inspired this episode so, so much. It has been a long time coming. It's just been all about sitting down and actually recording it. If you are listening to this episode, you are in a leadership role. You are a coach. You are a yoga teacher, or you have a business, or you are in a role where you're being seen, but you're not too comfortable with being seen yet. And that That is beautiful and that is fine because that is exactly what I'm here to help you and guide you through to get to a point where you feel confident and comfortable with being in that role as you are and not people pleasing, not changing how you show up with the fear of being seen or being hurt as you are and just showing up fully authentic to who you are. And that's what I'm going to help you with today. So I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited that we're going to be covering this topic and let's get into it. I'm so passionate about this topic, being the highest version of you, being your most authentic version. I'm a Scorpio, so we love, love, love authenticity. However, I have a Libra moon, which tends to create this little cycle of people pleasing, right? So I found out that as I dove into this business ownership, I quantum leapt into my highest timeline, but it took a lot of nervous system adjustments. There was about a two month period where it was so, so uncomfortable. I could literally barely speak at times. Ask my roommate, we literally would be having a conversation and I would completely shut down. I would start stuttering. I would have massive brain fog and I was actually unable to maintain the conversation. She would remind me what we were talking about. She was so patient and she would encourage me to continue my thought. However, it would literally take minutes to recover, sometimes 10, 15, and other times I would just say, never mind, forget it. This happened for about two months as I adjusted into this role. I had so many throat chakra blocks, I had so much solar plexus block which is all about confidence, showing up as your true self. And then the throat chakra blocks, obviously the fear of being heard, fear of being seen, and fear of being judged at the end of the day. This happened for about two months, but this was not my first time. Growing up as an empath and tuning into everyone's energy, it was not easy to use my voice. It was not easy to express the duality of who I am. Like I mentioned before, I'm a Scorpio, so my thoughts and feelings have massive depth. And at times, darkness, which is completely fine. I have learned to tune in and love my dark side, but I have the ability to handle the dark depths of the hardest topics like assaults, trauma, and death. So growing up, 
and my whole entire life, I would hide certain sides of myself to people who I chose to believe couldn't handle all sides of me. So I used to unconsciously lighten my opinions and actions to suit the needs of others. All of this fed into the inability to be and embrace the duality of who I am, which is damn powerful. I'm confident, I'm deep, and I'm powerful. So as a part of my journey the last five months, it's been getting comfortable being fully authentic to who I am in front of people, right? You can be fully authentic to who you are when you're alone in your bedroom or with your closest friends or with your family, if that resonates with you, but it's very difficult to be who you are regardless of who you're around. And that's something I'm extremely passionate about. And like, yes, you don't have to show and tell every single thing and aspect of your life and who you are, but it's about holding space for who you are and just existing, not out of fear of, oh, I'm gonna say the wrong thing, I'm gonna do the wrong thing, I'm gonna be the wrong thing. And just trusting that you're gonna show up in the way that you're meant to and just having confidence in who you are. As a yoga teacher and event holder, you have to get comfortable with that leading energy, not knowing exactly what every single person in the crowd is thinking or what they're feeling and just having full certainty that you're being a channel and that you're delivering whatever they need to hear. And that is tip number one and two, which is be a channel and have certainty. And the reason why I'm delivering this in a manner that they're together, because they're so closely tied and you can't do one without the other. So being a channel for others. So if you're in a space to be seen, whether it's as a yoga teacher, a teacher in general, a coach, a business owner, or any other scenario that requires you to be seen, focus on nothing, nothing but being a channel for others. The human mind is so selfish and egotistical in a way that it wants to be liked, right? So it'll come, it'll actually cause you to stray away from who you are in order to show up in a certain way for others. And this is sometimes unconscious or it can be conscious. The mind hyper focuses on people's reactions to determine if you're saying something right, if you're saying something wrong, or how to say the right thing, or how to gauge where the conversation should go from here. However, if you focus on simply being a channel, you're taking the you out of it. It's just the creator slash the higher power or the God, whatever word you want to supplement here, and the receiver. So the receiver being the person that you're speaking to. When you're being a channel, it actually takes the focus and pressure off of you. And that is the key to showing up authentically. If all you do is prepare and plan and it doesn't work out the way that you want it to, it's because you're not leaving enough room for the universe to shine through you. The way that I be a channel is I don't plan anything but the bare minimum because I want the universe to shine through me the rest of the time. This is all I plan when I plan my circles. I explain the energy of the full moon, I do research on that, and then I guide them through a meditation. And then we do a journal prompts and we talk with them about the journal prompts. We plan out what we wanna release. We do a fire releasing ritual, and then we move into a breathwork session. However, the only thing that I plan are the journal prompts and doing research on the energy of the time. The rest of the time, I leave room for the universe to shine through me. And this is the same thing when I'm yoga teaching as well, is I don't plan anything. I plan the sequence that I'm gonna do, and I plan a theme. For example, this week's theme was releasing control. So all of my messaging centered around Around releasing control. I would tie it into the poses, tie it into the sequence, and I left off with a channeled message from the universe about releasing control. I didn't script what I'm gonna say. I didn't write anything down. I didn't pre-plan what was gonna come out of my mouth. I showed up with the intention to channel whatever these people need about the topic of releasing control. And the 
reason why I do this is because I want to leave room to be a channel. If you plan prior to being in the energy of other people, you're gonna show up without even knowing the energy of where they're at, right? But if you just plan to channel, then you show up with most of the time something that they need. And same thing with my meditations. I do not plan them. I just go in with the energy of delivering for whatever they need. So I shut my eyes, I tap into my heart, and I ask the universe what these people need to hear. I take a few deep breaths and it just flows. In this energy, I say things and I'm like, damn, where did that come from? And it literally shocks me every single time. Every time I do this, people resonate with it so much more than when I plan things. When I plan things, I go in and it just never works out the way I want to. And then I always feel disappointed. I plan a general theme, like I said, and I outline for my events and then I just show up. Show up with the intention that the rest will flow through you for them. Do not plan too much. Leave room for the universe to shine through you. I learned this in Kabbalah. This ties into number two so tightly. It's having certainty. So having certainty is trusting yourself, trusting in the entirety of who you are and trusting that you will be a channel for them. You will say what they need to hear. And maybe, just maybe, you'll say something they don't want to hear or they won't like to hear, but it's what they needed to hear. You won't always resonate with everyone in the room. Someone is not going to like you. Multiple people are not going to love your energy, aren't going to love your messaging. I got told in my teacher training. You are teaching to the 80% of the room and 20% of the people either will not resonate. They'll be in their head. They'll be too consumed in the mind to receive your messaging. And that is okay. You want to trust and have certainty that with whatever you come with will resonate. And trust me, this is the power. Anytime that you find yourself tapping on a flow state and tapping too much into people's reactions, people's thoughts, people's feelings, just dial back. All you do is come back to your heart center. Come back to you. Come back to the intention of delivering what the universe wants them to hear. And just trust, you have to have certainty. And this takes practice and time, but over time, the more you trust, the more messages will deliver softly, gently, and perfectly. And the more you'll see that that is your purpose. Your purpose is to just be a channel, not to plan, not to over obsess about everything, not to wonder, did I say the right thing? You sit back and you trust that you said the right thing. This ties into number three. Do not go in with the intention of it resonating. This is a little mind trick that the ego tends to do. If you go in to something, wanting others to understand or resonate with what you're saying, you will naturally seek external reactions to change the course in the direction of what you're saying. So even if you go into with the intention of being a channel, if you're not careful, your mind will slowly shift into old energy of people pleasing, of catering to what you think that they need versus what they actually need. You will seek external reactions and change the course, change the pace of everything. So this ties back to number two of having certainty that you will show up in the way that they need, but not always like. We are not here on this universe to be fully liked. Sometimes Sometimes there's a message in someone not liking you. I can say this with certainty that I am meant to challenge people. I am meant to trigger people. I am meant to show people to dig deeper into their unconscious junk, their unconscious cycles, and to grow. And this is not comfortable. This is why people don't like people because you see everyone's a mirror for you. You look at somebody and you see something you don't like and you judge them. However, 
if you realize that if you don't like something about someone, chances are the mirror is pointing back at you and it's shining light into things you hate about yourself. Notice people on their fitness journey and people that lost a lot of weight or tend to be that biggest people that judge other people for being overweight or people that have crooked teeth. They tend to judge other people and hyper-focus on crooked teeth. They love perfect smiles, right? Notice this when everyone compliments the thing that they want, right? The thing that they desire. So if someone has the opposite of that desire, it triggers them and they tend to take it out on you. So let's say I show up in my power, right? The most difficult thing for me to do at certain times. I show up with all sides of me. I embrace the entirety of who I am. Somebody who is not confident and who is has a tough time showing up as their authentic self is gonna be envious, is gonna be triggered by me. They're gonna be like, oh, she's the center of attention. She is so confident. She is so in her power. Like this pisses me off, right? But they won't realize it. They won't reflect it back to them. They'll just take it out on you. So it'll show up as, oh, she's annoying. Oh, she loves being the center of attention, right? However, really it's just shining back into them that they want that center of attention. They want that confidence, but they don't know that yet. So there's a message in not being liked. And this is not easy. I see that. I obviously feel that. It's not easy to not be liked, but always look at it as there's either a message for them or there's a message for you. And most of the time, if someone doesn't like you, it's a message for them. I'm a firm believer that if someone triggers you, there is always a message for you. So if something triggers you, there's a message for you. Breathe that in. Tip number four, meditate and do healing work. Be extremely aware of your mind, your thought patterns, your energy levels, your dreams, and your emotions at this time that you're being exposed. It is not easy being seen. Your mind will do anything, literally anything, to convince you to stop showing up. So every time you have an emotion, you have a thought pattern, you get extremely tired even though you're well rested, dig into this. Things that can help if you compartmentalize your emotions or your feelings is breathwork sessions. It tends to bring a lot of stuff to the surface. Other things, other modalities of healing is yoga, Reiki, which is like energy healing, EFT tapping when you're very triggered, neurolinguistic programming, you'd have to work with a practitioner for this, therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy for specifics, meditation, journaling. Oh, highly recommend journaling because you dig deep into the thought patterns. You notice cycles when you journal. If you're journaling every single day when you're triggered, you're gonna notice a cycle of what triggers you and you can start thinking about why. Something that can help you observe your thoughts and disconnect from them a little bit, just to observe them more, is The Untethered Soul. I've recommended this in many podcasts, but The Untethered Soul from Michael Singer is a very, very, very beginner's book on, not even a beginner's book, it's a book for everybody, on observing your thought patterns and disconnecting from them, that you are not your thoughts. You're not defined by your thoughts. They just are conditioning. So more tools to break down your conditioning, anything that resonates with you to stop your destructive patterns, stop you from giving up, stop you from sinking back into not being seen. Your thoughts are going to convince you at this time to give up and to not be seen, right? So during my teacher training, I cried many, 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 many times after leaving the studio. I thought maybe I'm not meant for this. Maybe I'm not good at this this is too hard. My first yoga class slash celebration class, I blacked out the entire time, did not remember the simplest of yoga poses like downward facing dog. I had to say the cues instead, literally like 
raise your tailbone to the sky. Like I literally forgot simple yoga poses. Everyone said I did amazing after, but I felt so alone and like I did so horrible. My trigger mind was so exposed and so seen for an hour straight. It was attempting to convince me to not put a weekly class on the schedule, to go home into my room and to isolate. However, my roommate helped me with this, but I did the opposite, which ties into tip number five, pause and do the opposite of what your trigger mind tells you to do. Break the cycle. Your trigger mind is always gonna tell you to play small, to protect yourself, because your mind, your subconscious mind is actually created to, literally created to protect you. Not even your subconscious, your ego is created to protect you. So everything that it's saying is out of pure protection, pure love. So give yourself some love, say thank you for the protection, but no thank you, I can protect myself. So break the cycle. A lesson I learned early in my social anxiety journey, it's always told me to be quiet, stop being so weird, so annoying, don't go there, stop talking, right? And I would observe everything that I said and did, like hyper aware of everything. And I noticed me and Natalia, my roommate, say, we call the thoughts and the voice in our head the supervisor. And that helps us disconnect from it a little bit because our mind can be so critical of every little thing. But when you call it a supervisor, it's like the supervisor's here again, judging me. It's telling me that I'm being weird, that I'm being annoying, but I know that's not my thoughts. That's not true. I don't believe that. I truly feel like I'm showing up in my power, right? So disconnect from your mind a little bit and do the opposite from what your trigger mind wants you to do. So when you have to do the opposite, first you have to pause. Pausing is another lesson I learned in Kabbalah, like endless lessons. To pause, you are literally breaking the cycles of your mind. The reactionary steps that you used to take in order to give yourself instant gratification. So anytime that you don't pause, you react, right? So anytime your emotions are high, you're reacting. In that reaction, you're looking to feel better. So at any time your emotions are high, observe. Just observe all of the reactive things your mind, your triggered mind tells you to do. It tells you to quit your job, to leave the party, to never talk to that person again, to move out, to yell at them, to leave the party, to text them a paragraph lashing out, to flip out, to leave, to slam the door, to be passive aggressive, whatever your reactive triggered mind tells you to do is literally just to seek a little bit of dopamine, a little bit of feel good from the situation. Your triggered mind is just scared. It's a scared little girl at the end of the day. Your triggered mind is afraid of being this angry. It doesn't like emotions. It doesn't like the intensity of how you're feeling. The reaction is looking for something to make you feel better, right? So pause, let your emotions calm down. Anytime you're triggered, calm down and pause. Take as long as you need to. If your reactive mind is telling you to do something in the moment, do the opposite. If it's telling you to flip out, be quiet. If it's telling you to be quiet and not say anything, maybe you should talk. If it's telling you to leave, stay and address, never react. So if it's in re within reason and your reactive mind is telling you to do something, in that moment, calm your nervous system and sometimes, only if it applies, do the opposite. If your reactive mind tells you to quit your newfound business, keep going. If it's telling you that you're annoying and nobody cares, persist in exactly what you're saying. Do it more. You are not your thoughts. And the more you show up in alignment with your passions and what lights you up, the more you serve the universe. You are literally breaking the cycles that keep you mediocre. So it's just that. Show up as you. You're perfect as you are. You feel called to do what you're doing for a reason. Keep going, follow your intuition. It gets so much easier, I promise. Just keep showing up. Don't give up. 
That is my five tips to overcoming the fear of being seen, the fear of being heard, the fear of being felt. And just to summarize here, tip one and two, have certainty, be a channel. Tip three, don't go in with the intention of resonating. Tip four, meditate and do healing work. Tip five, pause and do the opposite. I really hope this resonates with you guys. These are things that has helped me so much in my journey the last five to six months where there are moments where I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit my business. I wanted to not have circles anymore. I wanted to not record podcasts anymore. I wanted to not show up as my yoga teacher job. I wanted to go back to nursing, go back to my safety option, right? But I did the opposite of what my triggered mind told me to do. I paused. I did all of these things. I went to breathwork sessions, cold plunges, yoga sessions. I did Reiki sessions. I did some EFT tapping with my roommate that's a coach. I considered NLP. I was going back to therapy. I was started meditating again and I journaled too. All of these things that I told you to do is because I have done them and seen immense results. So show up as you are. Be who you are. Stop shying down. Stop hiding yourself. Stop looking for external validation. Be who you are and people will come flocking at you, the ones that resonate. And the people that don't resonate will be leaving out of your life and what you do is you wave. You wave goodbye. Truly. If you're forcing things, you're suffocating and you're trying to manifest something that isn't yours, isn't meant to be yours, it's always this or something better, okay? So do not shy down, do not return to what you were doing before this calling. You were called to do this for a reason. Continue to show up, continue to be your authentic self. You are you for a reason. Stop hiding versions of you. All versions of you are meant to be seen, meant to be heard, meant to be felt. This world needs more authenticity. It needs more clarity. It needs more purpose. You are meant to be here. You are meant to be seen. You are meant to be felt. You are meant to be here. You are called to this for a reason. I truly, truly believe this. I feel this with my soul. You are here for a reason. Follow your passions. Follow your intuition. Your heart and your soul is the utmost guidance. Don't let ask others for guidance. Ask yourself, ask your intuition, ask your soul, lean into your heart. I will be releasing a meditation on confidence and showing up as your most authentic self, overcoming the fear of being seen, the fear of being felt, and the fear of being heard next week. So stay tuned for that. I am Ashley. Thank you so, so much for being here, for listening through. I take what you want and take what resonates and leave what you don't. I'm here to challenge you. So start thinking, what do you want to let go of after this podcast, after hearing this podcast and what you want to tap deeper into? Thank you so much. Have a great week. See you next week. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. Sending you all of the love, light, and passion. Thank you. Bye.